Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. So excited to be with you today. So the title of today's episode is Holiday Blues. And when I had recorded this episode, I had actually had Thanksgiving in mind. um, And we had had, you know, a few technical difficulties along the way that I think we have ironed out now. But anyways, it's still the holiday season. So it's super appropriate heading into Christmas and New Year's and, and all that sort of stuff. So anyways, just talking about how sometimes the holidays trip sadness or just the holiday blues just out of the blue we're blue and it's I don't know it's just kind of highlighted in the holiday season in particular you know and this is supposed to be quote unquote the happiest time of the year and the reality is honestly for most people it's a really hard time I mean it's it's chaos it's crazy there's a lot going on just in life in general and then it also just triggers you know, kind of any loss or any tr- any hard thing that we're walking through, for some reason, it's like exasperated in the holiday season. I don't know why. I didn't invent it. I just, it's my own little hypo- hypothesis that whatever str- we're struggling with tends to be tenfold or more intense in the holiday season. Anyways, doesn't mean we're, you know, we need to live in despair or anything like that, but just wanted to share a few thoughts about the holiday blues in general on this episode, as well as a few tactics to how to find joy, hope, life, purpose, and how to, you know, how to still smile through the season and find gratitude for the little things and and the big things, even when we are walking through heavy seasons or seasons of grief and, and that sort of thing. So anyways, I love you guys. I hope you're having a great holiday season. We have not even put up our Christmas tree yet, which we're going to do early this week. Lord willing. So anyways, I'm super excited to get some Christmas cheer around the house. Anyways, I'm just a little procrastinating on that end. Uh, I have some friends that decorate their house uh, on Halloween, actually, for Christmas. So we are super late compared to them. But anyways, it's all good. There's so much grace for all of us. So anyways, okay, love you guys. Hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to a Holy Mess podcast. All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times especially when we're carrying grief or loss or wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who he created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. Hello, hello. Welcome back, you guys. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. It is, what is it? It's Monday for me. So I don't know when this episode will drop tomorrow, I think, but I actually had recorded an episode called The Holiday Blues prior to Thanksgiving. And anyways, then we went out of town and we went and visited our grandbabies in Arizona and Gary's one of his older daughters and her husband. And so anyways, I got super distracted. And so now The Holiday Blues prior to Thanksgiving doesn't really doesn't really make sense. So because I talk a lot about prior to Thanksgiving. So this episode is about the holiday blues. And so I don't know how your Thanksgiving was. I hope it was awesome. I hope it was amazing. But I wanted to just share a couple things 
about the holidays in general. And you guys, I'm super stoked. Coming up here in a few weeks, we're going to have a conversation with Kathy Salisbury and her daughter, Sarah. And if you're not familiar, Pastor Ron was my pastor for many years at New Life Church here in Pismo Beach. And he passed away, oh my gosh, I think five years ago, a little over five years ago, which is just mind-blowing and crazy. Anyways, his wife and his daughter sat down with me a couple of weeks ago, and we had one of the most rich, amazing conversations about how do you get through the holidays and grief and loss and still have joy and fun. And Kathy and Sarah, they are just loaded with wisdom and experience, and they're just amazing human beings. Anyways, that conversation was gold. We cried. We laughed. We had so much fun. They are some of my dearest friends, too. So it was super fun to like do the first in-person interview with them. Because when I did Jim's interview, we did it via Zoom, which I'm realizing is way easier than in-person because in-person, anyways, my ADHD kicks in. You know, we were playing with the dog and all sorts of stuff. And you forget to look at the mic when you're in person with somebody. And so anyways, so that conversation was amazing. However, the audio was not amazing. And so we have to do it again, which I'm super stoked because I get to hang out with them again. But I'm super bummed because I wanted to have that episode air to talk about the holidays and like, you know, talk about how do you get through the holidays when you're struggling? And it's not necessarily just grief because of a loss of a death or of a loved one, but just we all carry grief. We all carry loss. And like, how do you do it with as much grace and compassion for those around you? Because sometimes you can just be a pokey porcupine when you're struggling. And then how do you walk around with grace and compassion for yourself with these struggles? And so that interview or that conversation is coming up in a couple of weeks. I'm super stoked. You guys are going to love Sarah and Kathy. So today's episode is holiday blues. And how do you navigate the holiday season? This is supposed to be the happiest time of the, <laughs> the happiest time of the year. Oh my gosh. Is it? Is it really? So quote unquote air quotes, right? Happiest time of the year. I think this time of the year is actually one of the hardest times of the year, frankly. I mean, I think it just reminds us of who's missing in our life right now. I mean, I don't know about you, but the holidays is like this constant reminder of things that are different that used to be a different way. I don't know, like change and all the hurting people in your life. Like it's just all very, and I don't mean, this is not gonna be doom and gloom episode, but the heart behind this episode is to help you find compassion for yourself that the holidays are hard. They really are. They're beautiful. They're wonderful. And obviously this is a time of year that we get to really focus on our gratitude and our thankfulness for so many things in life. And obviously as a Christian, Jesus's birthday's coming and Advent and all that means, and it's glorious and it's rich and it's amazing. But with that, also, I think the contrast of that is pretty obvious when you're suffering or when it's hard or like it's just, I don't know. Also, it could just be that time of year. Like it's starting to get, actually, it's not cool at all here. It's like 80 degrees. You guys, I took my Jeep top off. I'm super stoked. So we have really nice weather for the next two weeks. And I have a Jeep, if you don't know. And Gary and I and the kids, we cleaned the garage over the weekend because that was part of my Thanksgiving therapy. And we took my Jeep top off. And you guys, it's so fun. I after we took the kids to school today, I took an hour and I had to exercise. So I went on a Jeep drive and then went on a walk and it was so therapeutic and so amazing. So anyways, if you're in town and you want a Jeep drive, let me know. Let's go. Okay. Let's dive into the content for today. Obviously we talked about the holidays and how they can be kind of hard. And so I just wanted to talk about and give some tools and tactics of how to navigate it well. And we'll go from there. So 
The holidays in general for me have always been a struggling time of life for me. I don't know why, you know, everybody's got these awesome holiday traditions. One of my holiday traditions is to struggle. (laughs) I don't know why. It's literally that time of year. And also $5 Costco pies. Don't forget to run out and get yourself a $5 Costco pie because they're amazing. You can't even make a pie that good for five bucks. So it's a great deal. And then you support your local Costco. There's no supply chain issues with Costco pies. So we've had plenty this season. Okay. My hubby, Gary, is one of the most optimistic, cupful human beings on the planet. Literally, the Lord seriously has a sense of humor that he allows us to stay married, being that I am a little bit of the opposite of that. Like I've got a cup and there's a hole in the bottom and the water's dripping out and I have to fill it up every day with the Lord and just tools and tactics and all this stuff to like find that joy and find that peace and find that fun and laughter and purpose and all of that stuff, right? Well, Gary just naturally has it. Like he just wakes up like, oh, another day to live and another day to be here. And it's honestly been uh, a stressor in our marriage, but we're working through it. Anyways, one of Gary's, I love you, Gary, and you annoy me. It's a whole other podcast episode. One of Gary's favorite words is perspective. And for about 20 years, I've hated it because he always says, you know, you got to just have the right perspective and I finally started getting that about it. nine months ago. We had some health stuff come up in our family and the perspective and looking at it from a different viewpoint. And I know it sounds crazy, but we had some gnarly, gnarly health stuff come up and I won't go into all that today, but we didn't know how it was going to end up. It was really crazy. We were up at Stanford for a while, actually, off and on for about a month and just different things. But we had to find different perspective to view it and to find perspective and to find peace and to find joy and to find laughter, even find hope and purpose in it and all of that. And about nine months ago is when I started to understand like, oh, Gary, you actually have a really good point about perspective. So there you go. I publicly praised Gary for his perspective and that word that has haunted our marriage for 20 years. It has annoyed me. Perspective, right? And so obviously this time of year, like I mentioned, it kind of brings up some of our hardest moments in life. It's highlighted that the loved one is not there. It's highlighted that we're in broken relationship with someone. This time of year is financially stressful, especially if you are going through a financial hard time and you can't do the things you once did for holidays or you can't buy your kids the gifts that you want to give them and all that sort of stuff. And some people are just struggling financially and this time of year brings that up. Or maybe it's just frankly... It's not like it used to be. I was having a conversation with my mom last week. So my parents are in Florida right now with one of my brothers and his family. And But I was talking to my mom. She's almost 80. And I asked for permission to share that she's almost 80. (laughs) So anyways, hey, side note, caveat. Holy moly, people. I want you all to know. Just feel like I need to mention this. If I ever tell a story on here, I have absolute permission from that person. It's okay. So I just want everybody to take a deep sigh of relief that is in my inner circle your stories will not be public. The only person I will talk publicly about is myself or someone who gives me permission. Take a deep sigh of relief. All you heart high alumni, don't worry. I'm not going to throw you guys under the bus (laughs) with all our high school stories. Shenanigans. Anyways, I love you all. Side note, that was my caveat. Everybody take a deep breath. You're fine. So here's the deal. One of the tools and tactics to get through the holiday season is to be open with the struggles, to be open with This isn't how I thought it was going to be. Like, I'm actually disappointed in life right now. Like, I thought I'd be farther along or 
I thought I would have the husband or I thought I would have the kids or I thought my kids would be in a better place or I thought my husband, you know, would not be addicted to whatever they're addicted to or I thought I'd have a better relationship with my parents or I thought my business would have taken off by now or whatever your thing is. And we all have our thing, whatever it is, it can carry a ton of grief with it or just the loss of a loved one. Like my uncle passed away. Oh my gosh. I think 18 years ago. Crazy enough. And he was a huge part of our holidays. He was our holidays. And if if you know anything about my life, you know what a huge, profound impact he had on my life. And I'll share more about him as the podcast goes on. But the guy was just bigger than life. And holidays were bigger than life. And even though I always carried this grief within me, which is a whole other podcast as well, but I'm super sad. Like, he didn't get to meet my kids. My kids didn't get to meet him. I carry this grief with that loss. Like that has been one of the hugest losses in my life, but having to like relive that almost every holiday. And I've gone through therapy. I've done trauma therapy through different things in my life because holidays have just always been super hard and it's getting better. I wanted to give you guys some hope. The more that I've embraced and allowed my feelings to come in the season and it is what it is and find little joys and things to be thankful for, the more thankful I am. It's like gratitude and thankfulness. It's like attracted to one another. And so the more gratitude we have or the more thankfulness we have, the more it grows. It's like compound interest, but nothing's free in life, people, except God's grace. So you can make more money than putting your money in the bank. That's a whole other podcast. Did you guys know I used to be a financial advisor? So anyways, gratitude, thankfulness, it compounds upon each other, but that's the same thing with gratitude. And it's, you don't have to be grateful for like, there's a lot of big, hard things going on in your life. Find gratitude for, like, I have this, my favorite pen. It's pink. It's in my hand right now. I'm super grateful. It's really hard to find a good pen. This pen writes really well. If that's where my thankfulness is for today, that's fine. It's all about finding the gratitude. It doesn't have to be these big, grandiose gratitude lists or whatever. There's a guy named Adam Grant, and he's a psychologist, and he did a TED talk that was super profound. But one of the things he said was people who have long gratitude lists or long thankful lists that they make themselves do, they're actually less thankful and less grateful and less happy in life than those who just stick to one to three things to be grateful for. So total side note, when you're doing your gratitude list, if you do one at night or during the morning or whatever your routine is, it's good to limit it. Give yourself three things to be grateful for. They found that you were more focused on those three things versus trying to come up with 10 and realizing you only have eight and then you didn't have enough things to be grateful for. So it's just the way it's like a little mind hack. Talking about this grief and my friend Sarah, actually Sarah, Pastor Ron's daughter, sent me a clip of Andrew Garfield and he said, grief is all the unexpressed love in our heart. I'm going to say it again because it is just so good and I want us to remember it. Grief is all the unexpressed love in our heart. And I love it. It's just a profound way to look at our sadness or our grief. It's like this unexpressed love. And like the only way our body knows how to process that is through grief and grieving and all of that. And so wanted to talk about a few things. There's four things that have helped me and I hope they help you get through this holiday season with a little more joy and a little more peace and a little bit more purpose and all of that. And so as the holiday grief potentially creeps in, and if it doesn't, hallelujah, that's awesome. But I'm sure someone in your life struggles at times with holiday grief or with grief around the holidays. And so 
Number one, first step is expect it. Give space and room for it. So if you just wake up funky and you're just kind of sad or there's tension, maybe just expect that it's that time of year that this kind of happens around this time of year. Going right into step two, self-care. How do you take care of yourself with a little bit more tension when our anxiety is up or our grief is up, our sadness is up because of the either unmet expectations that come up at the holiday season or that loss that you're wrestling through or working through. But how do you take care of yourself? And so this weekend, we cleaned my garage, cleaned my garage out. Like I said, we, let's see, I cleaned out my closet. I organized my closet. I cleaned the cabinet in the kitchen. All of these things brought peace to me because they were something that I controlled and that I could could take care of. And you guys, we had a great Thanksgiving. It was so like I said, the weekend before we went to visit family in Arizona, it was fantastic. We literally had four of the best days. It was so fun. And then we came home and then we had a really mellow week here at home and it was great. And it was just the four of us for Thanksgiving dinner. So that was a little bit different because I don't think it's ever been just the four of us, but it was kind of fun. It was kind of sweet. It was fun. It was sweet. We made an awesome dinner and we played a game and we watched a movie and, and it was a little different. Usually we have more people, but you guys, it was great. It was good enough, right? And it was nice. It was beautiful. But yet I still struggled with, you know, as I was making the, the stuffing and just kind of sad. I just had this sadness. And I think it's just those unmet expectations that it's not the, you know, Hallmark movie that Hallmark sells us. And God bless you if you love Hallmark movies. That's awesome. They do a great job of, well, for me, they make me feel like, oh my gosh, my life sucks. It's not a Hallmark movie, but they're cute and they're cheesy and they're great distraction. So if you love Hallmark, God bless you. I'm not making fun of you. That's awesome. I like some Hallmark movies too. So number one, we're going to expect it. We're going to give space for it. We're going to give room for it. And then we're going to do whatever it takes to take care of ourselves in it. We're not going to beat ourselves up. We're not going to shame ourselves. We're not going to think, oh gosh, I should be farther along than this by now. Why am I struggling? Like, None of those things help. They only hurt us when we are processing, right? It never helps to beat ourselves up. It never helps to, to minimize. I mean, all of that stuff, like Jim, a couple of weeks ago, he said, what we resist persists. So like whatever we resist or whatever tension, whatever thing that we think we should not, or, you know, would not, or we shouldn't be still struggling with these, you know, when we tend to should all over ourselves, <laughs> shoulda, coulda, woulda, get it. But when we do that, it really only makes it harder Then it compounds and then we feel bad and it's just, it perpetuates itself. And so one of those things is like, how do you take care of yourself? So for me, I went on walks, I cleaned my closet, I cleaned the garage. You know, I did these things that helped me. I spent extra time with my family and I called my mom a couple of times. Like it was just really good. And the other thing I just want to encourage in the things that have helped me is taking time to find the things right now to be grateful for. And, you know, if you just lost somebody that can be really hard, but what can you be grateful for in this moment? Well, you can be grateful for the person that you lost. You can be grateful for the great memories. You can be grateful for years past. You can be grateful that this too, you're going to get through this moment and grief we carry with us, it tends to, you know, like Andrew Garfield says, grief is all that unexpressed love. I think grief can be a gift too, because it does show that you were created for more and that you can carry love and care and, and all of that sort of stuff. So it's beautiful too, but it's, it's painful. And then the other little caveat to all of this, I wanted to say, if you're struggling with the holidays because one of your kids is off the rails or loved one or a broken relationship, like I just want to encourage you, 
something that I wrote on my desk with a couple of hard things going on in life is just the story's not over yet. As much as we think today defines them or defines this moment or defines our relationship, the story's not over yet. And so give yourself space and grace in this too, to know that the story's not over yet and that God has more work to do in you and in the humans in your life and all of that and for your future and all of that. So those were the things I wanted to share. I wanted to share something too. Hilariously, I was looking through some old notes and my pastor, Ron, who I mentioned, I'm going to be interviewing his wife and daughter pretty soon here. But Pastor Ron said, there's weirdness in every family. And I love it because it's so true. Like if one of the things you're grieving is just like, ah, this frustrating and weirdness in our family. It's like, well, yeah, there's weirdness in every family, you guys. Like we're humans. We're all broken, opinionated human beings doing life together. Like there's going to be some tension and friction and all that. And then he also said, you know, if you don't have weirdness in your family, you're probably the weirdness. (laughs) And so I just love that. I just thought that was funny. I miss that guy. He's pretty hilarious. I just wanted to also give you guys permission to enjoy whatever hardship, whatever grief, whatever struggle you're going through, the Lord gives you permission to enjoy the moment as well, right? So several, several years ago, I was really struggling. And Jim, actually my therapist, who we heard from a couple of weeks ago, he gave me this certificate uh, permission to enjoy the day. And it was a super profound, I wish I could find it. I need to like, I can't find it. Anyways, I've looked, I've searched. I want to put it up in my office. But anyways, it was this permission to enjoy. And it was super profound because sometimes when we're suffering or when, we have, when we've lost a loved one or we almost feel like out of homage or out of respect to them, we need to suffer and we need to not enjoy the holidays or we need to not enjoy this moment. And you guys, I don't think anyone truly who loves you and cares for you that you've lost in your life like would want you to suffer through the holidays. And so I just wanted to encourage you with that and to let you know like, God gives us permission through grief and through hardship and through pain to enjoy the moments as well. And so I just think that we can, as we begin to learn to live with those tensions, like the struggles and the frustrating parts, and then hold on to the joy and the the little gifts and the peace and knowing that, you know, hope is an active word. Hope is for our future and hope is, you know, we're actively living in the hope of, of what's to come to. And that's more joy, more peace, more life, more fun more purpose. So anyways, I wanted to just share this with you. God bless you guys. I'm going to say a little prayer. And I wanted to ask you guys too, could you please pray for us? Pray for me, pray for this podcast, pray for this ministry, pray for where we're going and what we're planning to do. Um, You know, this is a collaborative <laughs> endeavor. This podcast needs you as much as it needs me. And we're all in this together as we journey through life. So I did want to reach out and just ask you guys to pray too, as we try to figure out episodes and what's next and and all of that. So anyways, love you guys. Have a great week. All right, Father God, I thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy. I thank you for my friend listening, God. I thank you for the call upon their life. I thank you, God, that whatever they are walking through, they are not alone. You are with them. And God, that those struggling points, those hurting points, that loss, that grief, Lord, that it's in the palm of your hands. And God, that you want to minister deeply and richly. So Lord, I pray, God, by the power of your Holy Spirit, you would bless them, that you'd fill them, God, that you'd give them some glimpses of your glory. Give them some glimpses of joy this week, God, as they continue to live their life to the best of their ability. Lord, bless them and fill them in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. God bless you guys. 
Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh or triggered you, hey, that's growth. Please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. Have a great week. See you next time.